Hello and welcome to this episode of the Mind Soulful Show where mindfulness meets your heart and soul and we dive deep into soulful mindfulness, mindset and manifestation. Today you're in for a treat. We have with us the beautiful A.C. Brown who is an amazing human design specialist and reader as well as a spiritual doula and she talks to us all about how we can use our human design knowing our strategy to be more loving to ourselves. Our conversation was full of gold and nuggets, so I hope you have your pen and paper ready. One of the key things that came out of this conversation was that no matter how much we want to love ourselves and live in our purpose, it really requires us to do the work. Again, stay tuned. I'm so happy you're here and enjoy this episode with my guest, AC Brown. Welcome to the Mind Soulful Show, where mindfulness meets your heart and soul. I'm your host, Brooke Sidney. I'm an abundance accelerator, mind soulful mentor, and an inner voice and soul story coach. This show dives deep into soulful mindfulness, mindset, and manifestation. It will help you manifest more inner and outer abundance in the form of greater self-love, hearing your inner voice, as well as more presence, freedom, ease, and greater self-confidence in you being you. So if you're looking to learn more about the high vibe tools of mindfulness, mindset, and manifestation to love the life you are presently living, you are tuned into the right show. Hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of the Mind Soulful Show with me, your host, Brooke Sidney. Hi, we're going to talk all things soulful, mindfulness, mindset, and manifestation. Today, I'm super, super excited because I have not only an expert in the house, but I have a friend. So I love that. Today, I'm bringing to you A.C. Brown. She is not only um, a spiritual doula, but she's also an intuitive strategist and entrepreneur. She helps people tap into their magic and unleash their desires through the power of human design. And she says her purpose is to guide and direct you toward your truth and destiny for your highest good, right? So juicy, so good. So now I'd love to turn it over to AC and have her kind of tell you more about herself. Hi, everyone. I'm AC Brown. Thank you for having me, Brooke. And Brooke is right. Not only am I an expert, but I'm also a friend of the show. <laughs> I'm a friend of the show. Um, I'm AC Brown. I am a spiritual doula and intuitive strategist, and I'm an entrepreneur. I own a company called Goodnight Darling Co., and I've been an entrepreneur for several years as well as a human design expert for a little bit over eight years that I've been studying and reading charts and helping people tap into their magic and unleash their desires through human design. I love it. I love it. So we are talking about human design, but we're also discussing self-love. This has been like self-love month and who doesn't need more self-love? So AC, you know, what actually is human design for those that are new to it? Well, human design is a combination of astrology, the I Ching, um, metaphysics, Kabbalah, 
the chakra system, or as I like to say, and I've coined a little quote, if um, astrology is a finished Ikea bookcase, human design are the instructions on how to build it. And that's what, how you can sort of sum up what human design is. I love it. So how did you discover it? Like, how did you get started? Well, <laughs> it's a long story, but I'll condense it. But pretty much in a former life, I was a photographer and I had a photography business. And I was doing an internship with a commercial photographer because I was trying to break into commercial photography. And the resident makeup artist there, she used to always, she was very like a yogi. And she's like, oh, you got to, you know, take this thing and find out you're you're a human design type. And I was just like, oh, okay. And so she's going over the aura types. And I never forget. I was like, no, I'm a manifester. I just knew I was a manifester because you know, back then, you know, hold the whole Abraham Hicks asking is given manifestation, the secret. And I was just like, yes, I'm a manifester because she was a manifesting generator. Mm. And I just knew I was a manifester. And so I took the, you know, little quiz and I found out I was a projector and I was like literally heartbroken. And <laughs> I said, what does this mean? I have to wait for the invitation. And it literally made sense up my life up into that point made sense mm. on the things that worked out the things that didn't work out based off of this strategy for human design and so i said i needed to know more and so i started studying and studying taking classes spending money on classes a friend and i we were going to open up a a whole human design coaching kind of practice and she backed out and then i just started something else. And I continue to read charts and tell people about it just on the side. But recently, over the past two, three years, I'm like, you know what, I really need to bring this to the forefront and be the person to bring it to people who don't know about it, especially in the whole, you know, millennial and extennial kind of phase, because human design is really invented um, and crafted by baby boomers and they come from a very different generation than what we're living in now and some of the tools still apply but we just have to practice living in our strategy just a little bit differently and that's what i'm here to do i love it and i can definitely testify y'all to the fact that once you discover human design it's kind of addicted you just addictive you just want to learn more and more and more you know i'm thankful i have her to you know talk to and bounce it off of and you can too so her information is going to definitely be in the show notes so you can get your own professional reading but i want to know specifically since we're talking all about human design and self-love like what does what do you think human design can help you do to love yourself better Wow. Um, so many things. Number one, it can help you find your purpose. Uh, I think that that's the majority of, I don't want to say self-love issues, but when you feel directionless and when you feel like you don't have a purpose um, and you don't know where your destiny is sort of heading, you kind of feel unconfident. You feel unsure about yourself. You don't know the right decisions to make. And I think that human design at the end all be all, regardless if it's telling you, you know, if you have the tools of ambition, of creativity, at the crux of it, of your strategy, it tells you how to make better decisions to move forward towards your purpose and your destiny. It's like a spiritual Myers-Briggs test. 
Gotcha. So I'm just wondering too, you know, there's, there's five, I think it's five types, right? Yes. Five types. And, um, is there a type where it's easier for them to like have more self-love for themselves or everyone's kind of equal in that playing field? That really depends on your conditioning Mm -hmm. growing up and how you were raised. Um, you can be, a manifesting generator or a generator or a manifester and you could have you know I don't want to get too in depth in with terminology and you know different centers that are opened or undefined but it's really all about your upbringing and how you were raised and wherever you find human design at that point in your life um, it can be very different some people who I've done chart readings for I've read them and they are like right in alignment. Everything is like, Oh, yep, absolutely. I just did a a chart reading um, two days ago and it was someone who was over the age of 45 and it was just confirmation for her. She was just like, Oh yeah, I used to struggle with that. I used to struggle with that. And she doesn't anymore because she's evolved and she's learned and she's grown into herself. And you know, you know how we talked about some of the unconscious gates that you grow into and you have to learn lessons through your life. She was already at a point. It was actually pretty amazing. And she was just like, Oh yeah, I used to struggle with that, but now I don't. Right. So right. That was actually really good. Well, that's kind of good to hear. Cause I know we could, you know, have a couple of astrology jokes around the signs that really love themselves. Right. Like maybe like Leo's or so, you know what I mean? Like right, there right. are some signs that seem like they really um, got the self love down, at least on the outside. Yes. Right? On the outside. On the outside. So it's just interesting to think with human design, um, kind of where it sounds like we're all on the same playing field in terms of learning more about ourselves and then kind of acting in that strategy. I want to kind of go down that path a little bit more. And I'm wondering if once you know, so like, let's say for the listeners that are out there that are new to human design and they do get a reading, will following their strategy, help them be more loving to themselves, do you think? Absolutely. Especially for someone like myself, who I have a, I don't want to say a hurdle, but I have to wait to be invited to things. Mm, Okay. Talk a little bit more about that. Give us an example. As a a child or as a teenager Mm -hmm. or even in college, um, before I learned about human design, I struggled with being seen and being accepted and people um, inviting me to things, whether it be clubs, cliques, etc. And I also had another struggle as being the only child. Mm. So looking back, every invitation, which is my strategy, is an invitation is when someone invites you to something, when they give you an idea, when they bring you into something or when they see you. So for instance, I like to use water cooler talk. If we're all sitting around and, you know, at a water cooler talking about the real housewives or something like that. And, you know, I speak without someone inviting me to speak. My words might not be heard Mm. as much as they would if they say, Hey AC, what did you think about this particular scene in the show? And then when it's my turn or when I'm invited, people will listen more. They all eyes will be on me. I will command attention. 
So that's what my strategy is about. So I, I love that. So then, <laughs> no, I, no, I, no, I think that is, it's like, so if I'm understanding it right, if you are operating in your strategy, then you are able to not only filter in kind of how you see the world, but you have a little bit better idea about how the world sees you. So like you now didn't take it personally. You're like, okay, I need to wait for the strategy. It's not about me. I don't, this is not my problem per se. This is, this is the energy and this is how it's working. Absolutely. Especially for, I think all strat, all aura types can come to that conclusion for me, it's not about how many friends I have. It's about the right. quality of friends that I have. It's not about how many parties or things I get invited to. It's about that one that is going to fill me up and make me feel seen. So it's not about the people that are like, oh, I have all these friends, all these relationships. It's about those one or two that might come into my life and invite me that will be the icing on, on the cake versus me having 25 different friends this huge circle so for me it's definitely helped with that no that makes sense because now i you know one of the things that's made me think about is i think especially having a reading done right like actually going in depth going past like even the strategy part portion of it is that it starts revealing to us through the chart and through the analysis with the gates open. You guys are going to have to get a, you're going to have to get a reading because you know, this human design is very in depth. This is, this is not just astrology you guys. So, but once you do have a reading, you start understanding why you operate a certain way. And you know, for me and with clients, self-love is a lot of time about being able to accept your path being able to accept um, your strengths as well as your, I like to call them areas of development, you know, commonly known as weaknesses. But when you see your chart and you're like, especially, you know, if you get read by a really good person, you know, wink, wink, then you're actually able to start to see yourself and understand yourself, which I think that understanding and seeing are really key to loving ourselves. I don't know. What do you, what are your thoughts? No, absolutely. I think, and for me, because I'm also psychic intuitive yeah. and I have that gift, a lot of things, people are amazed, like how many things come up or how I connect the pieces to the puzzle um, with, I think that's my special gift that I bring to human design is that I have an intuitive insight to where mm. I can see where these pieces might not be put together or what areas of your childhood might be need to be deconditioned that you don't talk about. So right. it really right. depends. So me reading your chart, in my opinion, versus someone who's just studied human design, I bring a different layer to your chart reading um, and to, you know, the gates to the undefined or defined centers and letting you know how that applies now in your life. Because I think, in the community of human design, because it's not as big, it's not as well known as something like astrology. Right. There's a lot of people who just are theory, theory, theory. Unlike me, I'm, this is how you live in it. This is how you work this gate. This is how you utilize this. This is how you build a team around your chart to bring people into your life. That makes sense. So I think I bring a different um, extra layer of depth on how to actually live in human design versus just 
picking up a bunch of books, reading the gates, knowing that these are the gates, and then that's that because people then are stuck. You're right. But one of the things you brought up that was really interesting is the whole element of our childhood. And, um, you know, for so many of us, the way that we feel about ourselves, even the voices that we hear in our head, which is our self-talk, all plays into very strongly how much we're able to love ourselves and see ourselves. So can you talk a little bit more about um, deconditioning and our childhood Um, Because I feel like that has a really strong interplay with maybe the self-love piece. Well, first and foremost, a lot of the clients that I've been drawn to or or who have been drawn to me come from or have some type of religious background. Um, Religion, as you know, is sometimes a very stronghold on your way of thinking. It's very linear. It is very, this is the rules, this is what you're supposed to do, and that's that. But as the world is changing and as the feminine divine energy is coming into play in this life that we're living now, people are starting to get more in tune with some of the old ways of thinking, some of, you know, crystals, metaphysics, and more spirituality, less religion. So one thing that I have to tell people and that I like to emphasize, human design is not a belief system. That's what it is not. It is not you being Buddha, not you being Christian. It's none of that. What it is, is that it's a spiritual personality test that helps you make better decisions towards your goals, your purpose, and your destiny so you can be in align with the path that you're supposed to lead. So with that being said, is that first, that deconditioning part is how you've been raised, how you were raised, and what you have been taught about even everyone, you know, do what's right. Follow your brain, not your heart. Mm. Make decisions with your mind. Human design t- tells you you're not supposed to make decisions from your mind. Your mind or how I um, interpret it, your mind is like a parole board, like you're in jail. And, you know, your mind is just a review system. That's right. all it's supposed to be. It's just supposed to be a review system. All other decisions are supposed to be made with your heart or with that sacral energy that we talk about. We haven't really gone into the decision-making kind of cues, but I know that it seems like with with loving ourselves and self-love, a lot of times we do have that conditioned peace. And it seems like human design would help almost free us free us from those old paradigms, those old way of thinking. And I feel like some of those natural blocks to something's wrong with me even, um, especially if I didn't quote unquote make the right mental or head decision. I'm just curious because that's what, I mean, that's what I've noticed in the, the, you know, I only have a short window, right. Of working with and learning about human design, but it's really interesting how you start being able to, listen to yourself, which I talk a lot about inner voice and so forth, but being able to respond in the way that works based on who, you know, are the aura type, right? How that could help feed into more self-love. Yeah, absolutely. So with, with human design, every aura has its own strategy and I'll just go through them. So the majority of the population, about 70% are either generators or manifesting generators. Mm. And I'll just give a a touch on it. Their 
or your and their the um, strategy is to respond <laughs> um, and responding mean external responses that are brought to you. So you're literally supposed to allow life to happen to you. And that can really bog some people down because yeah. everybody wants to be in control. So, and then for me as a projector, it is waiting to be invited or for a manifester, it is to initiate and to inform and for reflectors, they're supposed to be wait a 28 day cycle or to mirror their environments. Um, so that in itself, once you decondition is very freeing because I know that the right opportunities for me, nine times out of 10 that are going to be life changing will be invitations. And in the meantime, for someone like me, I get to follow my bliss Ooh. and for manifesting generators and generators, nine times out of 10, any life changing decisions that you need to make or career things or love, it's going to be a response to something. And manifestors, they really are out here winging it. They can just do it. I like to say they can just throw spaghetti on the wall and see what sticks. And then reflectors, they're supposed to really figure out the right place and the right work because they're supposed to be, I guess I like to call reflectors they're supposed to be the role models of whatever life they choose. So if they're mm-hmm. going to be yoga instructors, they need to be the model yoga instructor because they're mirrors to their environment, the type of work that they have. Once they have that right work and live in the right place, they're supposed to be the best of the best in that particular area as a mirror to the community and saying, Oh, look, you know, such and such is a yoga instructor. She's, you know, practicing her yoga, she's living in it, etc. So the, that's just some insight to how it can free you if you follow your strategy. But the deconditioning part, because it's, you know, it's really an experiment. Right. It's hard to go from, go after opportunities, do this, do that, all these things that we've been taught to then now change the whole thing around and to wait or respond or initiate you really have to train your mind and your thoughts to, to know that that's okay and that's the right way for you. I agree with you because I think that a lot of it is, in essence, kind of countercultural because we live in this society where it's like, go, 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 do, 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 make it happen, as you say, like, just do it, the Nike, you know, the Nike slogan. So now we're starting to understand that, A, we're not all built the same way, Um, and you know, as I say, it's so important to listen to ourselves, but now there's like an additional way for us to not only understand ourselves, right? Cause that seems so helpful with all of the human design tools, understanding your chart, um, knowing your purpose, which is going to help you feel like you're in flow and loving yourself even better. But now just being able to I think know how to accurately respond to the environment around us. Yeah. That, that seems so, that just seems so powerful to me. Like I just, I just, I'm still, when I first discovered human design, I think just knowing that um, the whole, we're supposed to make it happen. And especially for, I mean, I'm a manifesting generator, Manny Jens. Okay. (laughs) Um, You know, that, there are things, my best opportunities usually come now through things that I'm responding to. Um, and that's like an, either an internal response, right. Or an external response, something For to, you. yes, yes. So 
that, that is, that's amazing. Uh, to me, that's freeing and it's helping me um, understand myself better as well as feel good about my decisions. Because so often, a lot of times we get caught up in life not working out the way we wanted it to. We get down on ourselves. We didn't make the right decisions. Um, but this, I think, is a tool to help us make more aligned decisions and which can really fuel our self-love. Absolutely. And once once you get that and it clicks for you, it is very freeing. Um, even in, you know, you've seen even people with testimonials in my Facebook group, Zero to 100, how people like, oh my gosh, I follow my strategy and then magic happens. And it's just like, hello, I'm trying to explain this to you guys all the time. That's what happens. But it takes people a long time because you are conditioned. Um, and like I said, the particular um, influencers who built this whole you know, modality, they come from an era where it's very different now. Mm. Um, you know, they had you know you know back in the day if you want to say they could you could start in the mail room and then work your way up to the ceo in five years oh, that right. doesn't exist anymore no. so <laughs> no that does not exist anymore right so telling someone to wait or to respond in this day and age has to look different it has to be different it has to apply differently to the way that we're living in now because if it doesn't, you, it's going to be like, oh, this is BS. I'm not getting the results because I'm just sitting here waiting for an invitation or, you know, I'm following my bliss, but this is not happening. And how does that work in business? How does that work with social media when you're in online? They didn't have social media back then. There was no Facebook right. or Instagram when this was invented. So it's, it's very different. So once you do understand the concepts and you you know, I do tell people, if you want to go out and buy a book, fine, go ahead. But it's not going to tell you what myself can tell you. And then if you go to, and I'm not knocking any other readers or anything like that, but no shade, like, no shade, no shade, no shade. <laughs> but because of my intuition and my psychic abilities, I also can tap into other things and other things will come up to help guide and bring more awareness. Right. And I think, you know, I've always, I always have to bring it back to some soulful mindfulness as well. I really feel like this human design journey, um, it seems to me, at least for my path with it and learning more about it, is it does, it does come back to like being really aware, being like mindfully aware of yourself and your life and how, you know, the environment around you, how you're shaping it, but also how you're responding to it. And I think as we, you know, as we move forward in our lives and we're working on, like, I think anyone who's listening to this, um, this show know that it's all about our personal development ultimately and being able to reconnect with ourselves and love ourselves better and so forth. And the power I think of human design is it's laying out um, a strategy that's helping you align in your purpose. And it's giving you all of these tools but ultimately, right? I mean, AC, let me know. Ultimately, you have to sit down with yourself. You have to, you know, tune into yourself. You have to start and listening honest. and paying attention. Yes. You have to be honest. No, first and foremost, <laughs> if anything I've learned in self-development just through me, you know, being a 
life coach and all of that stuff with business, you have to be honest with yourself right. when it comes to self-development. Um, and I think that's one of the main hurdles that people struggle with is the honesty. You know, it's, it's like, um, I have a personal trainer now. And so he's, he even says, it's going to show whether you're eating right or not in a month. Mm. So you don't have to tell me what you're doing. You don't have to show me. I don't need to see pictures. It's going to show in the gym. So that's the same thing with anything that we do. We have to be honest. You can say that you're healed from a past breakup, but then when you see your ex-boyfriend in the street and you're like about to tear up and cry and you're dodging him, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, are you really over him? Right. Have you done the work? So I think in this process and what I've learned just through my own self-development is that there has to be honesty and you have to heal from that. And the more you heal and the more you're honest with yourself, the better you can show up for yourself, for the people around you. If you have a business, the better you can show up for your clients. Um, And it, you know, it shows, you can look at people online who might seem like they have it together or might seem like, you know, they're making all of the money. But if you read between the lines, you can see some of the fragile cracks and the things that are not adding up just personally for them. Right. And how they're not living fully in their purpose because they're really not doing the work that they say they are on themselves, not necessarily in their business, but on on themselves. Right. I totally agree with you on that. I love that gym analogy. That is, that's gold because I think so many people will, you know, they'll, they'll listen to a lot of things. Hey, keep listening to this show. You know, they'll (laughs) listen to a lot of things, but then when it comes time to actually implement the tool, you know, so many people want to know about, you know, they want to meditate, right? They learn about it, but then when it comes time to sit down and do it, they don't do it. And we learn as we continue to progress and use and refine and um, healing is multi-layered. So, you know, even with you, even if you got a human design reading today and then you start doing your work, you start, you know, using whatever tools you might've already been using and you come back into, come back a year later, you will have progressed, right? If you've been doing the work, you'll have new information to use, right? Because not, we don't stay static. We either kind of go behind, fall behind, or we keep moving forward. There's no really technically standing still. So it's really interesting to me that you brought that up because I think that, you know, all there's so many amazing tools out there that can help us love ourselves, help us, you know, find the aligned relationships, um, find the re- aligned jobs, help us live in our purpose. But if we aren't honest with ourselves and really do the work, then we're just going to keep going in circles. So I love that you, that you brought that up. No, that's absolutely, you're absolutely right. You're going to keep on going in circles, the same issues that you've always had, they're always going to pop up until you fix the root of it. Um, I believe human design can help you find the root and it can help you um, assess where the roots are so you can work through that to heal. Um, Because, you know, like we've, you know, done tons of stuff and like, oh, AC, look at this chart, look at that chart. And oh yeah, you guys, I'll send her a chart. I'll be like, Hey, can you analyze this? Right. right. People have, you know, (laughs) they have certain particular gates that we talk about and they're still, 
you know, broke or they're not married. They're not a lot of things. And it's just about overcoming those mindset things and those self-love things that you have to decondition from, you have to overcome. So it's a process, anything. So any personality test, any spiritual tool that you use is still a process. But if you don't do the work, then it's going to be pointless. And that's where I feel that what makes me different is that I help people do the work. Because like I said, you can read the books, you mm -hmm. can Google away <laughs> your chart, and then you still don't have a, a, a plan to move forward with it and to, um, to excel or thrive using it. I love that. You know, I think that this conversation, even today, I, I, it's making me think about the whole idea about really being self-loving to ourselves is actually doing the work to actually help ourselves. Um, you know, this conversation I really think is nailing it home because a lot of us will have shortcomings in mindset, we'll have shortcomings, you know, maybe in areas that need to be deconditioned, right? We can have all the tools, but if we want more self-love, we want more happiness, more abundance, whatever it is, ultimately we have to use the tool and do the work. Yeah, that's the key. You have to do the work. You have to do the work. And you've got people like AC that can help you on the human design intuitive tip. You've got me that can help you in the mindfulness, soulful now mindset and manifestation, right? For more happiness and more abundance. But ultimately, you know, for those of you that are listening or watching, it all boils down to you. It ultimately boils down to them making decision to whatever the goal is. And, to, and today we're talking about self-love, but ultimately making that decision and choosing to love themselves by doing the work. Absolutely. Yay. I love this. This was an amazing conversation. So tell them, AC, where they can find you. And of course, all this will be in the show notes, but go ahead and let them know where they can find you. Well, you can find me on Instagram at AC Brown. Um, that's A-Y-C-E-E -E Brown, um, acbrown.com. Um, also on Facebook and my group Zero to 100, you can join that as well. And if you want um, a free guide on just the overview of human design, you can go to my website, www.acbrown.com and check out my Facebook page. I have some great, great trainings there and also in the group as well. And if you want a reading, you can also get that too. Yeah, she's definitely the person if you want a reading, but also she does, she didn't even, she didn't even tell on this one, but she does amazing celebrity analysis. Oh, yeah. So you know how like with astrology, we're always like, oh, I wonder if that person's actually like is Beyonce, what's her sign? She has done amazing celebrity human design analysis where you now understand oh, wow, that's another reason why that person is successful or ended up in that drama or whatever. And it helps us also see ourselves and others. So right. I, have to, I have to give a shout out to oh, those celebrity analysis. They're thank amazing. you. I'll be doing so, more because um, I love, I actually love doing them. So right. I'll be doing a lot more. They're mostly in the group, but I'll be doing more on my um, Facebook page and I'll bring, be bringing them to YouTube as well. So. I love that. Well, thank you so much for joining us. For those of you, you know, that are following me and make sure you like, love, subscribe and download and review this show. Um, and for those of you that want a little bit more self-love, you're welcome as always to both book a free clarity session 
but I'm also having a free ebook guide on self-love that really helps you. If you know your um, love language, one of the five love languages, it can really help you figure out more ways that you can provide some self-loving to yourself. So thanks so much for joining and I will talk with you soon. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes and subscribe. I'd love to continue the Mind Soulful Flow. Please connect with me at my website at brooksitney.com or everywhere around the web, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TheBrooksitney. Be sure to check out my latest free self-love ideas ebook on my website, And for those of you who know you want more inner and outer abundance, apply to work with me today. Until the next episode, cheers to loving yourself more and the life you are presently living.